Welcome back to another episode of Tara Talk. I am so excited for this episode. I don't know what came over me, why I thought of doing this, but I'm so glad I did. I've got two special guests with me today, two very important people in my life. If it wasn't for them, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. So we can say that they are very important, and I'm very excited to introduce you to my mom and my dad. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> They're a little shy, so we're going to bear with them, okay? Um, let's just go ahead and dive right in. I'm going to be asking them a lot of fun questions and just give them the opportunity to share their view on life and just everything in general. So let's do it. Okay, we are ready for this. So we're going to do little segments of categories. So are you guys ready? Yep. Yeah? Okay, let's do it. We're going to start with childhood. So we're going to go a little bit back back in the day. So where were you born, Mom? In Zanesville, Ohio. Okay, where were you born, Dad? Detroit, Michigan. Nice. Aren't those close to each other? Five hours. Oh, that's not as close as I thought. Huh. Okay. Mom, did you have any nicknames growing up? No, I didn't. No, just no, Aaron, right? Just Aaron or Aaron Lynn. Nice. I love that middle name. What did you have any nicknames, Dad? Not really, but when my mom was mad at me, she called me Danny. Danny. <laughs> I like that. I might steal that. Um, what hobbies did you gravitate towards as a child? Uh, mostly creative things. I like to play teacher. Mm, love dr- that. Dress up. We had little modeling shows. <laughs> um, just creative things. That's where I get it from, folks. Dad, what about you? Mm, just sports. It wasn't school, just sports. No school. <laughs> That's where I got that from, too. All right, let's move on to the next question. When you were growing up, did you have any family traditions that you can think of? Yeah, on Christmas Eve, we always opened one gift the night before. That's where you got that? Yeah. Did you do that with your family, Dad? We did. I love that we do that. Yeah, just that one little gift. I love that. All right, so this isn't so much childhood, but more so just younger life. Where did you go to college, and what did you major in? Okay, I went to Macomb College in Michigan and studied psychology and art history. Guys, do you see (laughs) where I get this stuff from? Okay. Well... Your mom uses a psychology on me all the time. <laughs> um, I went to school at Oakland University in, in Michigan, and then uh, Kennesaw College in Atlanta, Georgia State, and then finished my MBA at UCF. So you've been you've been all over. Yep. That's right. awesome. Well, we're gonna shift right into career. That's our next next category. So that's like a perfect little segue. All right, I love this question. What did you want to be when you grew up? So when you were younger, when someone said, what do you want to be when you grow up? What did you, what'd you say? A nurse. A nurse. Okay. I don't think I knew that. A pro baseball player or fireman or policeman. Huh. So why didn't you guys do either one of those? Other opportunities came our way and you just go off that to a different path. Love that. I still haven't given up on the fireman job. <laughs> oh, man. What about the baseball? I could see you loving that. I did have a tryout with the Braves, but didn't pan out. Oh, man. Well, rejection is just re- redirection, right? Very good, though. Really good. 
So even though those careers didn't work out, everything happens for a reason, right? So what is your career now? What's your favorite part about? I obviously know what this is, but for the people listening who don't know who you guys are, what's your career? What do you what do you guys do and what do you love about it? Well, we're self-employed now. We both had <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we both, you know, I'll let him speak for his career, but we both work for big corporations. I worked for IBM uh, for several years until Paul was about to be born and I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, that's the hardest job out there. I gave that up to be at home and I would not change a thing about that decision. I love that. Well, we're um, self-employed owners of an appliance store here in Orlando. Uh, prior to that, I worked for GE uh, as an area sales manager. And what I like the most about it is uh, your mom and I get to make all the decisions mm. and uh, and put our stamp and footprint on, on the business and how we take care of our customers. There's nothing like making your own decisions, right? right. That is a beautiful thing. It's really cool to watch you guys just thrive in that. It's really cool. Um, what do you believe makes you guys successful? What would you attest that to? Well, we really, really care about the customer, and we really care about the employees. So we treat everybody at the store like family, mm. and even customers, when they are in a pinch, uh, we take care of them. My husband has always done that. He will respond to a call on the weekend, at night, it doesn't matter. If somebody needs help with something, he's there for them. I can attest to that, too. Yeah. What do you think, Dad? You just... Um, thank you, sweetheart. Oh, that's good. I said <laughs> that it better. was nice. I couldn't have said it better. We focus on our customers uh, better than anybody I ever used to call on. And uh, we just put the customers at the top of the, of the pyramid and focus on taking care of them. Nice. Yeah. Go ahead. I think the customer satisfaction is key to us because if we're making them happy and taking good care of them, they'll be back be a return customer and the word of mouth is good and it's not always about that sale it's about that word of mouth and we just truly care I can definitely I feel like that's so true because not only how you treat your customers but you said something about how you treat your employees and mm -hmm. happy employees breed happy clients mm -hmm. because they're happy to be there and they're creating the best experience possible for the customer and it's just an overall better experience so Mm -hmm. I, I love it. All right, we're going to move on to the next category. So this one is kind of having to do with you guys having kids. So what did you do for fun before me and Paul were born? FYI, I have an older brother. His name is Paul. Okay. So before me and Paul were born, what did you guys do for fun? I don't remember. <laughs> Just crickets. <laughs> Oh, man. This makes me not want to have kids. Went to work, came home. Went to work, came home. Cut the grass. Okay, so oh, fun. No, What did you guys do before you had me and Paul? Well, funds were tight. And yeah. we weren't able to travel. Uh, we worked all the time. We saved up to get our first home. Busy, 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 yeah, huh? Yeah, and we worked on our home. We renovated it and prepared it to flip someday. 
Mm. So we did a lot of home renovations. And then we started our family, so it's kind of hard to go off and do, you know, your own hobbies sometimes when you have little ones. So now you would, I th would you say now that you guys have more, you know, financial freedom and just freedom in general mm -hmm. to travel and do more fun things? Yeah, and we took up golf together. That's um, fun. My husband loves golf, so I took it up to be with him. Oh, I love that. <laughs> what we did for fun, um, we worked and uh, went out to eat. <laughs> I played basketball and softball. And there you go. Uh, the fun not, stuff. not a whole lot. You know, funds were tight, so uh, that made it tougher to make choices like that. Well, you guys busted your butt and we did. It was paid off, and now you get to enjoy and we did the fun really, stuff. We did really well on that first house because we did all the work ourselves. That's awesome. That's an inspiration right there. So, was the plan always to have two kids? Why? Why two kids? Did you want more kids or? Well. That decision really is from God above. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as many as he wanted us to have, we would have been happy with. I love that. Just flowing and surrendered to yeah. whatever was meant to happen. Yeah. It, both of you were very, very wanted. I love that. Very. So uh, I'm one of six kids. Mom is one of three kids, so six divided by three is two. That's, <laughs> that's, that's how I ended up with two. So you sat down and you did the <laughs> math the and math. said, two it is. <laughs> two it is. So how did you choose the name Tara and the name Paul? What what made you choose that? And were there other names on the, on the docket, I guess? Okay, so for Paul, well, Dan's name is Daniel John Paul. Ah. And so we went Paul, Daniel, John. That's your dad, too. It's a little mix. And Paul is so, it's a mix of Grandpa's name. And his but name that's your dad. Name. But my father was Paul. I love too. that. So that accomplished both, and that's special. I love that. Well, regarding you, sweetheart, uh, I was pushing for Nicole. <laughs> and Mom really liked Tara, so guess who won? <laughs> oh, you know the funny thing is, didn't you guys tell me that you guys didn't want me to have a nickname? Right. I, I was fine with Nikki, but she, she didn't, didn't like, like that. that. I didn't want well, a plot twist: my friends call me Turd. Oh no! <laughs> no. So, no. if you know, you know. <laughs> and the whole point of you getting the name without a nickname <laughs> did not work, and now my nickname is Turd. Oh no! <laughs> All right, one last question about kid-related stuff. So is there anything that you would change, either one of you, about the way that you raised us? The only thing is I would put more time in to having those fun moments and playtime mm, than I, I would worrying about, oh, I got to get to the grocery, I got to get this, I got to clean the house, I got to do this, that. I would mm. set that aside more often. More play. Yeah. I love that. What about you, Dad? Um, you always wish you had spent more time with your kids mm -hmm. and your wife. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's a natural, mm -hmm. a natural feeling. I love that. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to move on to the next category. All right, these questions are going to be a little bit more philosophical. You guys ready? <laughs> we're, we're getting deep. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have all the answers, so it should be a breeze. <laughs> exactly. You do have all the answers. 
So we're not going to get too deep, but we'll, we'll just, you know. What three events most shaped your life? Three events. Events. Uh, getting married mm -hmm. to my husband uh, and having the two kids. Well, that just worked out perfectly, Those didn't it? Those were the top three events of my life. I love that. What about what about you, Dad? Um, getting married to your mom mm -hmm. is number one. Number two, your kids being born and being there for that. Number three, getting my MBA um, after going to night school for several years. Mm, yes. Yeah, you were very de dedicated in that. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So, all right, next question. What is something that you used to do a lot of but now rarely do? All right, Mom, you can go first. What is something that you used to do more of but now rarely do? Well, it would probably be crafts. I, I wish I had more time to do that creative kind of stuff. So, okay. So I love to paint, bake, preach into the choir, all of that, decorate, all of that. So whenever I get an opportunity, I grab it. Mm, I love that. Well, hopefully you get back to that soon because that's mm -hmm. what makes you happy. Yeah, it's peaceful. Yeah, it's therapeutic. All right, Dad, your turn. Well, I'm playing less sports than I used to. Um, play basketball, hockey, golf. Used to play a lot of softball, but not as much anymore. But but that's okay because I've made it too important when I was doing it. So I have it more in perspective and prioritize it better. So that's a good thing. When's the last time you played basketball? Gosh. That's uh, not good. January of 2019? Oh, 20. man. you got to get back on the court. 20, I know. we got to play some, some pig or horse or something. Yeah, guys are afraid of COVID. Oh, yeah. COVID got it. COVID got it good. All right. So what three words best describe how you want to be remembered? Give me any three words. Whatever comes to mind. Don't think too much. Caring, empathetic, sincere. I love that. You are those things. <laughs> she goes, well, that's the goal. <laughs> what about you, Dad? Um, made God proud. I love that. It's like three words but it's like a sentence i love it covers that. covers everything it does i love that perspective so what do you think personally what do you personally think the world needs more of just in general generally speaking what do you think mom <laughs> dad do you have anything i do um compassion for other people's perspectives and what they might be going through mm. and um tolerance of other opinions everybody's voice matters i freaking love that i love that mom you still thinking <laughs> all right she's done thinking <laughs> all right what do you think the world needs more of i can only think of one thing live and let live 
I love that quote. I stole that quote from you, and I used it on my Instagram post today. If everybody would just accept everybody for their quirky little ways. Mm -hmm. And beliefs. And their beliefs and everything, just live and let live. Don't judge. Have you heard about not judging a book by its cover? Everything, yeah. All of that. I love that. It, it applies to people. You guys inspired my Instagram caption for today. All right, let's see. So what do you find most beautiful about life, Mom? <laughs> Fair enough. Dad? <laughs> Love the honesty. Uh, our family. I love that. All right, Mom, I'm checking back in. What do you find okay. most beautiful about life? What's most beautiful to me is watching our son and our daughter grow up and the adults that they've become, we're so proud of them. And the Aww. other thing that means a lot to me is having a conversation with my parents and also when my grandparents were alive because they were storytellers mm. and I was just in awe to sit and listen to all of their stories and you could see the emotion Mm -hmm. in their voice and on their faces and if I could have them back mm -hmm. that would be beautiful beautiful thing but I cherish all those memories I love that and that's why I'm so happy that we're doing this because it kind of gives me an opportunity to to document this you know mm -hmm. <laughs> we're getting the tissues out guys this is getting vulnerable <laughs> this is great though this is great here <laughs> I love this. This is good. We're supposed to be vulnerable. And I just love this. Um, all right. One last question, philosophical-wise, if that even makes sense. You know what I mean. Is there anything that you would like to do, that you'd still like to do in your life, like a bucket list thing? What's the first thing that comes to mind? Well, the very one of the big bucket things, lists, items for me is I've been studying ancestry and learning all about the family and generations back mm -hmm. and there's an awful lot of family history in London England and that is where I want to go oh London and I want to walk the steps of my ancestors I want to I want to see it all I love that that sounds like a great trip all right dad what's on your little bucket list or what do you still want to do well I'd like to play Augusta National what's that that's, tell the tell the people that's where the Masters is played, so I like to play that golf course. Nice. But more, way more important than that is I'd like to take your mom to London and do it right and uh, help her have a great time. Aw, that sounds like a trip that needs to happen. <laughs> is that going to happen anytime soon? You guys going to London or what? I think we'll know when the time is right. Yeah. Um, Just pack me in your suitcase, okay? I won't bother you. <laughs> all you gotta do is throw me food every now and then and I'll, I'll go adventure on my own I won't bother you <laughs> alright guys full transparency we have tried to record the next part of this and it keeps deleting okay so we're gonna do this again so if it sounds a little scripted bear with us we're shifting gears here we're gonna talk about their relationship how they met where they met all the fun stuff okay let's get started okay how did you guys meet? Where did you guys meet? Tell me everything. Okay, we met at Michigan National Bank. There was a bowling league there. Okay. They invited me to come to the bowling. 
We had so much fun and a lot of laughs, and I just knew that I wanted to spend more time with him because it was so much fun. He had good bowling skills, huh? <laughs> I was have it a lot the of skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, don't forget to mention, too, that we had a ping pong championship, and I won, and so he was determined to <laughs> Well, I threw the match on purpose. Guys, you, you, you would do the same thing. Well, you let her win? <laughs> Oh, I don't think so. Oh boy. But, uh, well, after uh, being in this bowling league with uh, your mom, mm -hmm. uh, having a great time, I finally got the courage to ask her out on a date. So we went on a date, and um, I went home that night to my buddy's house and found out that we went to the same high school and we had some mutual friends, but we never met each other. And um, oh, I told my, my buddy Steve, I said. I said, let's get the yearbook out. We got it out, and I pointed to her picture, and I said, that's the girl I'm going to marry after one date. Oh, wow. And uh, I just knew. And actually, I proposed in, uh, in a month. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a month of dates, and, uh, yeah, it was and kind the rest of is history. And next, week we'll, next weekend, we'll be celebrating 40 years together. 40. You just nailed all the questions that I was going to ask you. It's like you <laughs> knew ahead of time. <laughs> Okay, so that pretty much answers. So how long have you guys been married? Your anniversary is next weekend, right? Yeah, Labor Day weekend, 40 years. 40 years, guys. 40 mother trucking years. <laughs> <laughs> that is a long time. Yep. And you said how long were you engaged before you got married? Or wait, how long were you dating before you got engaged? Uh, one month. And one month, guys. And we were engaged for about a year, I guess. About a year. Okay. And then... Yeah, got married in 81. Wow. Mm -hmm. You guys just pulled the trigger. You're like, well, this is my person, so we're going to do this thing, huh? Yep. So you kind of jumped the – or not jumped the gun, pulled the trigger, right? How'd you know it was the one? How'd you know that dad was the one? How'd you know that mom was the one? Well, there's just something about when you're in a relationship with someone and you just have that feeling of genuine, mm. genuineness, and I felt that. So in a month, I did. Wow, that's did. awesome. And so this was not one of those guys that you date that he's a player, whatever. Uh, you could just sense the genuine mm -hmm. sincerity and everything, and I knew. All right, Dad, how did you know that Mom was the one? You pulled her yearbook photo out and you pointed to it. How'd you know? Tell us your secret. I have no freaking idea. <laughs> <laughs> Wild <laughs> guess. <laughs> no. <laughs> just the feeling I had being around your mom and uh, just uh, thinking that I'd like to spend the rest of my life with her and, and uh, just the instincts more than anything. Mm -hmm. mm, I love that. Mm -hmm. Just that instinctive feeling, that intuitive yeah. feeling. I love that. All right. Well, since you guys have been married 40 years and you knew when you knew and it clearly worked out, what's the number one piece of relationship relationship advice that you would give to our listeners? Care more about your spouse than you do yourself. Okay. I, I just believe that okay. if you take care of them and they are taking care of you, I mean, I'm not saying don't take care of yourself mm -hmm. because of you course. deserve private, you know, personal mm -hmm. time, personal hobbies and things like that. But if you take care of your spouse and he's taking care of you, you're covered. There you go. Sounds like two peas in a pod. All right, Dad, let's hear it. What you got? 
All right, here's my pearl of wisdom. Um, <laughs> it's, it's important advice, actually. Um, do not settle. Mm. It's better to be happy for 10 years than miserable for 30. And uh, don't put that pressure on yourself. Don't give up until you find the right one. And because uh, it's the most important decision you'll make in your life. I don't care what other things you'll be deciding about. Mm -hmm. It's the most important decision you will ever make. I love that. So yeah. important. You heard it here first, guys. Do not settle. Right. Do not settle. Spend the time by yourself. Learn what you like. Learn what you don't like. And just wait. It will come. That was a great end to the relationship segment. So we're going to move to, I guess you could call this like the legacy segment. So mom, what are the three best decisions that you ever made? The top three. Okay, the three that come to mind. The first one was to get married and to marry Dan, my mm -hmm. husband. The next decision that was key was to leave my place of employment, which was a terrific job, terrific pay, mm. but it meant more to me to be a stay-at-home mom. I and love that. That was a big decision. It affected us financially as well. So, but Absolutely. I'm thrilled with that. And the third one is the decision my husband and I made to take the plunge, go out on our own, have our own business, work that business it's been 22 years now and we love it awesome all right dad you're up what are the three best decisions that you ever made the very best decision i ever made was marrying your mom hands down Aww. Uh, another one uh, the second big decision was leaving a career at ge after about 17 years to take the plunge um, and to take on our own business um, and the third one is, I go back to point number one, <laughs> marrying, marrying, marrying your mom. It's, it's the most important decision you make. And, and I got that one perfect. You nailed it. So Guys, nice. I'm sitting here with two lovebirds. <laughs> I love it. All right, we're going to move on to the next question. All right, so what are you most proud of in your life, Mom? This could be like a personal thing. This could be anything you want. What are you most proud of? Oh, the, the two things that really come to my mind is our son and our daughter. Aww. I, honestly, honestly. Oh, stop it. No. To no, I'm see just kidding. them grow, become adults, they have good heads on their shoulder, they, they I, I'm just amazed at both of them. Aww. Both well, of thank you. you. We're just so proud of both of you. I received that. Thank you. All right, Dad, what are you most proud of in your life? Well, I'm just like your mom, most proud of our kids. I don't say kids, they're, they're adults, but just the, the people that they've turned out to be. Um, that's a reflection on us as parents, and that's all you hope for as parents is to have kids like we have. Oh, my goodness. Give me those tissues. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting vulnerable more vulnerable over here guys okay well kind of coming off of that do you have any advice for me that you would give just life advice I have some advice <laughs> okay okay um don't settle okay it's a big one 
it's, it's, it's really big. So don't settle and uh, push the envelope. Chase your dreams mm. and um, take chances. Take chances. Amen. I love that. All right, Mom, it's your turn. What advice do you have for me? Savor the moment. Mm. And I mean, when something special happens to you, even if it's during the day, or it's a birthday, or it's a trip, or whatever, carve it out, savor the moment, grab it, because time is fleeting. Mm. And don't, you know, you don't want to find yourself wishing you could go back. Wow. Uh, so if you're on a trip, you see a beautiful thing. That's why they say take time to smell the roses. But Stop and smell the roses, baby. Yeah. Stop and smell Sa the roses. Savor the moment. I love that so much. All right, what quick message would you have or do you have for your grandchildren? What's something that you'd like to say to them? I would say say your prayers. Make sure you do. Uh, say your prayers to God. Thank him for all the gifts in your life. And have, have, I would want to have fun with them. Oh, you know? yeah. All the play that you talked about. All that play. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to play. Yeah. What about you, Dad? What message do you have for your grandchildren? Um, get close to God. Mm -hmm. um, love your parents. Lead by example. Um, take chances. And don't settle. Uh, don't settle. Amen. All right, this has been so much fun. We're over here laughing about just the whole process. It's been so fun, so eye-opening, so beautiful. And I want to end with asking you guys what your life motto is. Share with us what your go-to life motto is. Uh, well, the first thing that comes to mind is try to find the humor in things because mm. some days can be really tough. Yes. <laughs> really tough and it helps that I'm married to the right person <laughs> the person that I love and we laugh about things laughter is medicine I love that all right dad you're up what is your life motto uh, don't be too hard on hard on yourself and don't get too full of yourself mm. uh, cut yourself some slack and uh, your life is a, a book, a big book, hopefully. And don't let a few pages or a few chapters dictate the story of your book, of your life. Wow. That's wow. That's it. That's great. I love both of those because it's the perfect, it's like, don't be too hard on yourself and also laugh about things because yeah. mm -hmm. life isn't that serious. It's meant to be fun. It's meant to be mm -hmm. playful. It's meant to be enjoyed. And it's mm -hmm. meant to be beautiful. And I just, I love both of your responses because we all need those reminders sometimes. So thank you for that. Oh man, this has been, like I said, so much fun and just really eye-opening. And I'm so glad that I have this to look back on and to listen to. And I hope that you guys were able to take away something and resonate with something. If you didn't, that's cool too. But this was just a lot of fun and I'm really grateful for both of you guys. So grateful. If it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be here. And I've clearly learned a lot of what I know from you guys, hence everything you said on this video or this recording. And I'm just so, so, so blessed to have you guys as parents. So I love you guys so much. Love you. Love you. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for coming to my Terra Talk.